KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time for our first look at the economy in the year 2021 as we check in with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice, Villanova School of Business. We talk stimulus, we talk unemployment, we talk housing, and we talk much, much more. Give a listen. So I'd like to start talking at the end of last year. We finally got that big stimulus package uh, signed into law. What do you think about what was included? Do you think it uh, hits the right notes as far as what the economy needed? Well, Matt, great way to start off 2021. Uh, Better late than never, maybe, for this stimulus package. Uh, There were some things that I agree with and some that I don't agree with. However, that's going to be always the case when you have congressional bills. Uh, I think that that this was good, but it was a little bit too late. Uh, It's after the fact. I think it may have done some damage to a lot of people in Congress as well as possibly the president. So I think there are some good things in there. People do need that money. The restaurant workers, the hospitality workers need it. Um, Those who are in the service industry need it. It included $600 direct payments that a lot of people have already gotten. Uh, Now that the Democrats have taking control of the Senate. There's a lot of talk that we will see those direct payments bumped up to 2000. Uh, Number one, do you think that will happen? And number two, do you think that's a good idea? I do think it'll happen. I think uh, as long as there's a pandemic of this nature where we saw a big surge, you and I, over the holidays, and that uh, translated into a lot more unemployment, I think is a good idea. You and I spoke about this for many, many months that we're going to worry about the debt later on. That being said, do you expect another big COVID relief bill, I would imagine, maybe towards the spring? Or do you think we've seen the end of these massive pieces of legislation uh, trying to help with the pandemic? Oh, I think you will see another uh, COVID relief bill. You can see how certain uh, areas are, are struggling, whether it's professional sports, music, entertainment, even college sports. One person uh, tests positive and they have to shut the entire basketball program left down, let's say. And what kind of impact does that have on all of our huge venues like the Wells Fargo Center and even our concert venues? Uh, it's, really, it's really difficult uh, to get through this pandemic in the wintertime, I, I think. Uh, the next couple of weeks are going to tell a real picture and real story. And I know concert venues and smaller venues is something you've really been sounding the alarm on for a long time, but it seemed like that that was addressed in this bill that was signed at the end of the year, at least in theory, there was some money uh, that can be pushed towards them. There was some money that was pushed towards them. That'll take a while for the, for, for that, for those funds to get to the, the owners of those independent theaters so they can help out uh, those who have been hurt the people who are behind the scenes, all the stagehands and the sound and light people, as well as the ushers and usherettes, and even the people who, who act in, in, in theater, let's say, um, in Philadelphia, New York, Chicago. So it's going to take a while. Uh, like I said, better late than never. I feel bad for those people. They've been waiting a long time. Now let's talk jobs. Uh, We got the non-farm payrolls falling by nearly 150,000 last month. Uh, That is worse than estimates. I think it's the first time since April we've had a negative in that number. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? 
You're right. It's it's first decline in at least seven months, uh, and the unemployment rate did hold steady, uh, even though it fell by 140,000 uh, jobs. We did add 71,000 jobs, but an economy cannot sustain itself with adding just 71,000 jobs. We should be trying to add jobs at um, at a quarter of a million per month as we did pre-pandemic. But once again, uh, it has to do with if people aren't shopping, if people aren't confident, if stores aren't open, restaurants aren't open, or what's the next step? Well, unemployment at this point until we can get over this hump. How much longer are you worried we could see lost jobs? Do you think this was just a one-month thing, or do you think uh, we could be in for a couple of months of this? Well, I thought that we were we were on the downside and on the roller coaster. Now I don't see that. I see the next couple of months as being a roller coaster ride again. And at this point, I'm really tired of a roller coaster. But we have to accept it until the spring hits. Until until COVID passes, we're going to see some disappointing numbers from week to week. There may be some times when it's going to jump up some of these numbers. We'll see what happens because AMC theaters, for instance, are starting to open up. Suburban restaurants are opening up, uh, be it at 50%. They're not calling everybody back. But let's see if the American public uh, has um, some confidence uh, to go out and spend some money. Uh, We've talked a lot about the housing market and how it's uh, been a positive in the economy for a while, but starting to see some warning lights. We are. It's a great time to bring this up right now because we just talked about confidence. And I think Americans are starting to lose confidence in the housing market because the pandemic continues to rage on. And even though interest rates are low at their lowest level, historic levels, uh, those who have tried to refinance their mortgages and home equity loans have done that. Uh, Others right now are waiting and seeing because if their children are in school, they usually don't move children out of school mid-year. They usually wait until the summertime. So that's my big concern. Does that mean our housing market is going to be stagnant and wait until April, May until it starts up again? Uh, January and February are not usually good months for a lot of the local municipalities who rely on that real estate transfer tax when homes are bought and sold. What are your concerns? And we've talked about not worrying about the debt and the deficit. How about inflation? It seems like costs are rising. I know uh, gas has gone up in my neighborhood uh, over the last couple of months. So what are your concerns about rising costs? That's true. Uh, you take a look at oil. It's over $51 a barrel. It has been rising. So one of the things we look at are energy costs and food costs, and they have been rising. As much as the Federal Reserve and Jerome Powell have tried to keep a lid on inflation, we knew this was going to happen. We're going to see inflation above the core, which is around 2.1%. We're going to see it higher than that this year. Uh, and that also means people's wages may stay stagnant because companies that want to stay in business may not have the extra money to pay wages. So we're going to see some inflation this year, unfortunately. With all the the COVID relief, and we talk about the direct payments, and we have talked multiple times about the idea of this K-shaped recovery, where the top half of of the the country is going to continue to do well, and the bottom half is going to continue to struggle. How concerned are you about that just getting wider and wider, that, that, that income gap, things like that? Well, this is a good time to bring this up, and I'm glad you bring it up from week to week. There are still close to 10 million Americans out of work, um, more out of work than they were back in February. And uh, I take a look at what's happened to people who are, whose income is 
what rising wages are rising that's a good thing but there is that gap and that's a concern i've seen so many reports talking about that the top 83 billionaires in the united states could probably give everybody a stimulus package for 2000 at one time and it wouldn't even hit their pocketbooks at all now that brings up another question it brings up a, a big debate about redistribution of income which we're not going to we'll save for another day but there is that gap there uh, um, of people who are making more and those who are not making as much, and they're standing in line at food distribution sites right now. And to wrap up here, as we start 2021, this is our first conversation. Aside from all the things we've touched on, what are some indicators, what are some things you're looking at to, to get a feel for what direction we're headed economically? Right. Well, to try to wrap this up today, I'm taking always going to take a look at unemployment. I also want to take a look at housing starts, because if, if we can see some housing starts around March and housing people that are going to be either putting additions onto their homes or those who are going to be building new subdivisions, some of the builders in the area, that will have a good multiplier effect uh, for every industry, from plumbing, heating, electrical, to painters, to everything from car uh, carpenters. Uh, I always look at the housing market, so I'm going to continue to look at that, and I think that's the biggest indicator in the tri-state area. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.